Welcome to the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, sponsored by Markel, the insurance with horse sense. Let's jump right in. Hello, everybody. This is Paul Costa with the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, and today we're pleased to have Terrell O'Shea from Scottsdale with us. Hello, Terrell. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. We're thrilled to have you. Terrell, for those who don't know, is the executive director of the Arabian Horse Association of Arizona, and she also is the show chairman, manager of the Scottsdale Arabian Horse Show and all the other events that the Arabian Horse Association of Arizona um, plans every year for outreach and promotion and horse shows. We wanted to talk a little bit today about marketing and outreach and those topics, which I know are very important to the AHAA. Well, there's a lot to talk about there. I'm happy uh, to share what we do and maybe give some inspiration to other Arabian horse marketers out there. Well, for the clubs in the in the uh, Arabian Horse Association, both in USA and Canada, and for all of us that are just members of the Arabian community, you know, we think of the Scottsdale Arabian Horse Show but I don't know that everyone really understands the amount of involvement that the club, the AHAA, puts into all of their activities throughout the year in terms of other things other than horse shows. Why don't you share a couple of examples of things that y'all do to help spread the word? Well, we are busy all year long besides putting on five horse shows a year, everything from 50 horse horse shows to over 2,000 horse horse shows. We uh, try to support people who don't show Arabian horses. We organize two trail rides. We typically partake in at least two parades to promote the Arabian horse. But we have seminars and clinics throughout the year to try and introduce people to Arabian horses as well as educate our members and anyone that's interested in learning about these amazing horses. We also take them anywhere that that will allow us, from Phoenix Children's Hospital to grand openings of housing developments. You name it, we um, will do it. We kick off the March of Dimes walk. You know, we're open to taking these horses wherever we possibly can to get people to, to put their hands on them, meet them, and realize what amazing animals they are. Well, I think that's fantastic, and those are some great examples. You know, let's make sure everyone understands. We're talking about the Arabian Horse Association of Arizona, which is a club inside the structure in in the United States, and y'all just have a very sophisticated club structure in terms of your marketing and your promotion, and I know your amateur committee is also involved in many of these things as well. Is that correct? That's correct. We have an amazing amateur committee that is always cultivating new things to do with the horses. And it's it's really interesting because I would say the majority of our amateur committee, they don't even own a horse, but they love horses. They They love to be involved. And so they're 100% hands-on. They get to decide what they'd like to do and where they'd like to expose people to Arabian horses. And so they that committee has total autonomy to do what they'd like, to, to have fun. And it's just such an amazing group of probably 20 to 30 really active people that meet once a month and they, they just brainstorm on things that 
work and didn't work, and they'll revamp, and we owe a ton of credit to them. They're just amazing. That's fantastic, and it's nice to have a real solid group of volunteers that that's their focus as well. Another thing that you all do is you spend a lot of time with the Chamber of Commerce and other um, organizations in the city to, to build your relationships. Why don't you talk about a few of those? Yeah, absolutely. We are very active with, you know, the Scottsdale Municipal Government. We we sit on different committees. We work with them on tourism. Uh, new this year, we got involved with the Scottsdale Rotary Club with what's now called the Scottsdale Arabian Horse Show Stallion Stampede. And uh, many of you may have seen it in different cities across the country where they paint cows or they paint pigs and then they, they display them around the city and then auction them off for charity. Well, they approached us a couple of months ago regarding a stallion stampede because Scottsdale is not only the mecca for the Arabian horse, but it's also it also has a vibrant horse community, reigning community, quarter horse community. Uh, so we we jumped on that and became the title sponsor of this program and worked with Mary Trowbridge in getting the Arabian horse statue. Most people know Goldie, but it's the Horses for Humanity program. And right. Mary was kind enough to work with the Rotary Club, and so more than half of the horses painted and displayed around Scottsdale are the Arabian horse prototype. But basically, this has just exploded. The Super Bowls jumped on board. They sponsored two horses that will be during the Super Bowl. They'll air this program as well. These horses are in Fashion Square Mall around Scottsdale, but that's one of one of the things we do to get the Arabian horse out in the community and not just focus on horse people, but try to cultivate future Arabian horse people right. by by doing these philanthropic uh, endeavors around Scottsdale and and Arizona. Yeah, well, I think with any any exciting. structure like that, you've got to have you got to have your finger on the pulse of what's going on to even know that those kind of things exist or have the relationships built that they come to you first, right? And I think that y'all have cultivated a very healthy and long-standing relationship with the city of Scottsdale and the chamber that that you do get these um, opportunities brought to you in addition to the amateur committee and then brainstorming new ideas. Absolutely, yeah. Our ears are always open, and I like to say we say yes to a lot of things. And anytime there's an opportunity to to introduce the Arabian horse, but there, we're lucky. We have a lot of ears and eyes out there that are always willing to get involved. So that's number one is is just an active amateur committee and uh, people who see our vision of. You know, we have no future without breed promotion. We're sure. always looking to to expand the breed and and get more people involved. And you know that that works its way up through breeding and showing and or just even owning and loving an Arabian horse. Well, you know that ambassador contest that we run. Most of the folks that participated in that own an Arabian, but they don't necessarily show even Class A. So I think there's an entire 
um, community of folks that are Arabian horse loving individuals, but aren't necessarily attached to the main ring horse show. And you're touching not only those kind of people, but you're touching other people that are interested in horses, but they haven't chosen their kind of horse, and also folks that might be new to horses. Yeah, a big part of what we do throughout the year is non-horse show related. It's, like I said, trail rides and parades and seminars and clinics. And and the majority of people who come to those, they're not horse show people, but they, they're looking for to do something with their Arabian horse. And so we we try to keep them engaged as well and uh it's it's active it's at least one every single month that's fantastic well one thing you're doing at Scottsdale the show this year is you're doing the hoofbeats program again why don't you share with people a little bit about that program and how you're supporting hoofbeats by bringing them in to an on-site you know an experience event there yeah hoofbeats this is such an amazing program what we realized through the years is we've done meet a horse where people could sit on an Arabian, put a costume on, and take their picture. We put thousands of people through that program. We have behind-the-scenes barn tours where they can learn what the competitors are doing and meet these amazing horses, what they're doing to get ready for the horse show. But what we realized is that gets people excited But then it's very hard to find a second, what we call a second touch or a second experience that really gets them involved. And Hoofbeats does that. It's a a non-traditional riding program that basically, I say, liken it to the the Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, where they they go through these different programs and learn about the Arabian horse. They learn confirmation how to communicate with them, then they graduate into riding them. Well, this program is is portable. So we brought it to Scottsdale last year and put thousands of people through it and just got rave reviews. So we brought them back again this year. And so they'll they'll put thousands of people through this year. There's no charge uh, to go through the program. They have, you know, a limited number of people they can put through each day because the horses get a little exhausted. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we have, <laughs> there's thousands. Like, as as we got more and more TV exposure on the program, it, the crowds were out the front door. But it's such a cool program, and it's it fits every age group from, you know, young children to adults, and I think if you talk to Eileen, who who put this program together, her fastest growing age group is older, retired women looking for something to do. We're going to have that at the horse show for the whole 11 days of the horse show, as well as, well as other attractions as well. So uh, her program will be every day, and there will be Demos and clinics, in addition to the immersive horse experience. I, well, last I, year, my our booth for We Love Raving Horses was right next to or nearby that whole area where Hoofbeats was doing their demonstrations and rides, and it was, like you said, just jam packed the whole time. So many kids and adults and older adults were coming through and enjoying that program. I'm really glad, as I'm sure many people are, that you've decided to put it in. And kudos to Eileen Berdick for organizing that 
structure. It's a fantastic program. So everyone needs to at least stop by and take a look at it and just see what amazing things it's doing for our Arabian horse industry. So, Terrell, for the clubs that are out there that want to get more involved in their local community and the chamber, how do they do that? Some people don't know how to do that and what's available to them. Why don't you describe some of the ways to get involved? Yeah, I think uh, getting involved is an important key. Uh, And it's just looking around your community, seeing who's organizing various events, making contact with them. Uh, I know with a lot of our amateur people, they're involved in groups that are of interest to them. Like Donna did the three-day cure for cancer walk and just started to talk to people there. Uh, You know, we have people involved in different clubs and outreach programs. And then when given the opportunity, they offer to bring an Arabian horse or give them tickets to the horse show or invite them to to various events that we may have. But I think getting involved is a key factor because we can organize horse shows and organize events. And until we start partnering with these different community organizations, we don't spread them as quickly as we do if we're involved and and partners in the community. So, you know, your city council, your your city groups have different committees that they're always looking for uh, participation in. And I say just just find out find something that appeals to you, and Google it. That's what <laughs> we're on the computer a lot looking for different sure. uh, ways to get involved. So I'd say, you know, don't limit it to your your horse groups. Look outside those groups and find ways that you can talk about, you know, how therapeutic these horses are or, you know, different ways to invite them to, to what we organize or bring these horses to events that they organize. Well, one thing that I think Keystone did was they made a very – smart move by taking advantage of the holiday lights at the Ocala World Equestrian Center and then creating their event there, which was at a horse location. It's an equestrian facility, but all of that extra crowd that's coming there for the holiday of lights gave them, you know, I think 20,000 people to expose the Arabian horse to. So that was very smart. That's what you're talking about. Um, but also, I know that y'all are having an experience um, Keystone event at Scottsdale this year. You want to talk about that? We're super excited to partner with Keystone again. We were one of the sponsors at WEC, the World Equestrian Games. We sponsored some of the horses there. Uh, and we're excited to bring them to Scottsdale. So they will be coming for National Arabian Horse Day which is February 19th. Every single year, it's February 19th. And uh, it's like bringing movie stars that the public gets to come and meet and learn about. They have these baseball trading cards. They have so much promotional information on these individual sponsored horses. And it's like bringing a movie star to an event where they promote them. It's really a cool, cool promotional technique that they've come up with. So 
we are hoping for hopefully eight ambassador horses, but whatever yep. we can get sponsorships for, that's how many we'll have. And then I guess what they did at at the World Equestrian Center is they had this egg and spoon, and I guess the public loved it. So we're doing the Keystone Egg and Spoon. We're actually going to have two classes, one the first weekend for the youth, and they can get in their costumes. They have sponsored prize money. Then we're doing the Amateur Open the second weekend during championship night. So we're... Everyone loved it, so we're excited to have something fun and exciting. It's fast-paced, obviously. You know, people are trotting, dropping eggs, but it's it's fun and easy to understand. Well, I think Keystone built a, a blueprint with the WEC event in Ocala, and now they're going to scale it at different places around the country, and years being the first. I think they'll take it in other locations as well, and it's quite a brilliant model. And again, practicing, testing, making sure things are working and then scaling is kind of what we're all looking for. And the more all of us in terms of the promotion of the breed work together, the better we will all be in the long haul. Yeah, amen. Amen, Paul. That's that's what we preach to everyone in our group, and we're preaching it to any Arabian horse person. You know, we need to work together, and if we're going to grow that we've seen, you know, some shrinkage and a lot of shrinkage in registrations and breeding. And if we want this to grow, we need to all work together to ex- expose these amazing horses and create create a bigger demand for these horses. Well, I think people look at Scottsdale and the infrastructure there. When I say Scottsdale, the Arabian Horse Association of Arizona, it's it's a, it's a machine, but you know that didn't happen overnight. It was built over essentially 50 years. You've been the executive director now, I think, 22 or 23 years, and continued to perfect and build and build and build. And you know, clubs out there that are wanting to have um, more outreach, they just start with what they've got and add a new thing, and then add another thing. And I think over time, they'll each create their own mechanism in their own locations that are similar, maybe smaller, but in their own locations, similar to what Scottsdale has done. It's it's quite a accomplishment for the AHAA. Yeah, for sure. We, you know, we worked really hard for 20 some years to get to where we're at, but it started one little thing at a time. So yeah, you're 100% right on that. Well, Tara, we just appreciate you and everything that y'all do, meaning the entire club, AHAA, and you as the executive director and the staff. Uh, y'all do a great job, and for the efforts that y'all put out for breed promotion, I think y'all should get the Gold Star Award every single year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, Paul. It's You know, it's people like you, too, seeing a gap and filling it. There's a handful that that do such a great job, all of us working together. We're making huge, huge strides to moving this breed forward. So thank you. Well, thanks for your time. If anyone wants to reach out to you, what is the best email address? So my direct email is info. So it's I-N-F-O at ScottsdaleShow.com. That comes directly to me. Until the horse show's over, may take me a few days to get back. But if anyone needs any information on programs we do, please feel free to reach out. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Paul. 
This is Austin, director of the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to share ideas, feedback, or want to get involved, send me an email at austin at weloveArabianHorses.com.